Mania Boat Podcast. It's Wednesday. It's 8 o'clock Pacific, give or take. Uh, it is uh, February the 15th. The 15th. Jeez, we're halfway done with this month. Yes, the day after Valentine's Day. So the hope day. you and your Valentine had a very nice time. Oh, we did. Whether it was somebody else or yourself. Um, hey, mad respect for those without a Valentine this year. Are you giving yourself respect? Again? And those with a Valentine. All of the above. Be your own Valentine. That's what I always say. You can't love someone until you learn to love yourself. It's true. My name is Matt. I'm Mike. We love ourselves. And I love you, Balloon. Aww. Cute. Uh, no, no, there's an I love you balloon right there. Ah, uh, balloon. That's true. <laughs> yes. There's an I love you balloon. It's full of candy. It's full of chocolate. Which is Yes, I am. What? Oh, <laughs> and me so too. Good. Right there. And lasagna. Oh, probably mostly lasagna. Mostly lasagna. We, we are probably both 90% lasagna after the last two days. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty that good. One. It's pretty good. He made a mean lasagna. Um, so, oh, yeah. man, was it ever mean. Welcome to the Mean Media <laughs> Book Podcast. It's terrible. It's a jerk. It kicked me out of my house. <laughs> Took all my stuff. Terrible. It's so mean. Um... <laughs> Media Podcast, we talk about films, we talk about television, we talk about music, we talk about video games. We talk about food. We talk about food. No, we don't, no, we don't specifically talk about Sometimes. food, it just comes yeah, up. Yeah, it, it comes up a lot. Not, not like that, just we mention <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, also that sometimes. Uh, but yeah, we'll start where we always start, which of course is movies, and of course, the box office. Oh, this and is where I get to do my get to little dance here. Again, Wait, because... This is the first time one of us has been right. Okay. Yeah, in a long time. But also, man, I keep being wrong. I am terrible at this. I don't know what it is about as soon as we switched over to 2017, I've been awful at these predictions. We've both been awful. We, I've, I, I just can't get this right. Remember last year at this time, we were all right, except... Yeah, yeah. we did so well at the for, end of 2016. Yeah, no, we did so well beginning yeah. last year. Yeah. We, at the beginning of January, we were all right until we got to Valentine's Day. Yeah. Where we messed it all up because of Deadpool. <laughs> You you know And here we have uh I messed up. You got this right. Yes, I got this right. You were right that apparently there are more families going to see movies this weekend than couples. Uh no. Apparently people saw us at our Grammy podcast. We got three hundred twenty five views for that thing. That's pretty impressive. That's so impressive. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But yeah, um yeah. Uh, yeah. So Lego Batman was number one at the box office. And we saw it. Yes. Uh, here's our review on it right now. Yeah, I guess we can talk about that let's thing. Just, yeah, because we do reviews right immediately. Yeah, why not? Uh, okay, here's a little review on it. It's a good movie. It's good. Yeah. I, I liked it. It's uh, um, funny. It's consistently funny. Um, it's got a really good um, sense of style to it. It's very Batman aware. And it's very Batman, but it's also very. It's very much in the same style as the Lego movie. I think the Lego movie is the more consistent movie. Yes. I think the Lego movie is better paced. And I think it's higher, it has higher highs. That being said, Lego Batman is consistent to a point. It kind of shrugs in its halfway point. But it's good for what that thing is. Yes. It's entertaining. It'll keep your kids entertained. It'll, it'll give you some laughs. So when I say it's a Batman Lego movie, <laughs> I immediately think this thing should be straight to home video. But it's better. Than but that. the quality is better than straight to home video, yeah. and the writing is a lot better than straight to home video. Yeah, apparently. So I ended up doing some reading Background. because, of course, I did um, after we got back from the movie because I was wondering why the 
director slash writer sounded so familiar. Mm-hmm. So Seth Graham Smith is the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was okay. like, why does that name sound so familiar? That's the guy. So the guy who made Abraham Yeah, Lincoln the guy who wrote Vampire the book and then later the screenplay for the movie. Yeah, that's him. Is the director... He did Lego Batman. Is the director and writer of Lego Batman. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that checks out. Okay. Because he's probably, he's probably buddies with... Uh, Phil Lord Phil and Chris Lord Miller. And Chris Miller. Yeah. They're credited as producers... Right, which they are producer write. only. But they didn't write. No. They're producer movie. only because just pit off of Lego movie, yeah. which they directed. Right. So yeah, I mean, um, I think it's it's a fun movie. It's it's good, but I don't think that's like I think that it's in a different tier than Lego movie. I think the Lego movie is the better movie. Yes. Lego movie is definitely the better movie because it tells a more complete story. Yeah. But that being said, this is a really good Batman movie. It's fun. It's it's good if you if you're really into Batman too because it's a fun exploration of that yes. character in a silly hyperbolic way. Yes. And just imagine every Batman trope you can think of and they address it and it's super exaggerated, <laughs> which is probably what you expected from the trailer. So, yeah. that checks out then. It's yeah, it's fun. It's a fun movie. So fun that it made 53 million dollars this weekend. Yeah, beating um its competitor, which was of course Fifty Shades Darker. Yes. Is that the name of that movie? Yes, Fifty Shades okay. Darker. Number two at $46 million. What's the last one called, then? Fifty Shades Freed. Oh, God, that's dumb. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that made $46 million. And then John Wick also made $30 million. Yeah, John Wick 2. Yeah. So, people went to the movies this weekend. Big movie weekend. It's, it's a big movie weekend. But families won out. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, Lego Lego's number yeah, one. That's a hundred million. That's over a hundred million dollars in the box office. Yeah. Uh, first time it's done that since December. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. What do we got uh, next? Week? N- n- number four was oh. was split at nine point five million. Yeah. And then hidden figures at eight million. I didn't realize that split only had a nine million dollar budget. I've been saying that. I mean, yes. But it didn't sink in until I saw it this weekend that it made nine million. I was like, "Oh, because oh, Split is made one hundred twelve million dollars off yeah. that nine million dollar budget." It's ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. Well, also ridiculous is hidden figures. That's yes. one hundred thirty-one million dollars off a twenty-five million dollar budget. And you saw it. Yeah, so I saw hidden figures, and here's my review on it. Um, it's tough to make math look sexy. <laughs> Okay. This is definitely a math movie. Yeah. Um, it's definitely also a racial tension movie. Sure. That being said, it's been done better in other movies. Really? Yes. But this story has not been told in the movie before. Right. Um, <laughs> I think Remember the Titans did it better. <laughs> okay. Um, in terms of accomplishing a goal with, with while dealing with racial tension. Sure. While that does seem to be the main focus of this movie, and not necessarily the math part, which it, I feel like it should have been. I mean, but it's like hard. I said, it's tough to make math yeah. look sexy. I mean, that that story is, you know, you could take it one of two ways, and I think that one is probably a little more important way than the other, and so I think that they chose the right direction with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like I said, that being said, um, I think Selma. It's up there with Selma in terms of it definitely deserves the recognition that it's getting. Sure. But it's no way does it 
deserve the nomination. That okay, he gets. so so you're 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 jump you're backing away from that ledge that you've been on for the last few weeks, talking about how that thing might have best picture chance. Yes, I'm backing away from it. <laughs> All right. It still, I think it's the populist choice. It's it now the made choice. the most money, uh, 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 like out of all the best picture right. nominations. It's also the safe choice. It's well, it's the yeah, it's the audience pick. Right. I don't think that that'll win, and Academy History has said that that's usually not the movie that wins. Right. Academy History is saying that the picture about Oscars will <laughs> yes. win. Yeah, and then seeing how we're now approaching the white trifecta. Or quadfecta. Quadfecta. The reason we'll get to later. Yes. I so we have the, the the president election. We have the Super Bowl. We have the Grammys. And now we'll have the Oscars. Yes. Will white people for Pete? For Pete? <laughs> yeah, do you think the white people will for Pete? <laughs> but we'll see. Atlanta doesn't count? Atlanta <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, we'll see. Yes. Anyways. Uh, anyways, yes. Next week. Uh, anyways, Hidden Figures is definitely a good movie. Uh, check it out. It's definitely historically important. Yeah. I just don't know if it's Oscar worthy. Sure. Uh, it's a good movie. It's uh, well shot. Good story. But I don't know if it crosses that tier into Oscar. Well. Because I think that um, last year, Straight Out of Compton, definitely a way better movie than yeah. this movie. Sure. But I see that this movie has more historical importance for now. Right. As for Shadow Compton, I think further down the line, will get its importance recognized. Perhaps. It should. All right. All right. Uh, so coming up this week, we have three movies. All right. We have uh, The Cure for Wellness. Yeah. This is the suspenseful movie starring Dane DeHaan. What? Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. Yes. A.K.A. The Green Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 2. I didn't see it. A.K.A. (laughs) That Weird Kid from Chronicle. Okay. Didn't see that either. (laughs) Alright, so you don't know who Dane DeHaan is? No, I have no idea who he is. Alright, so that's who Dane DeHaan is. Okay. Alright. Then we also have the Charlie Day comedy Fist Fight. Right. Where he tries to fight Ice Cube. Yep. Potentially. I don't know. It's yeah. comedy. They're out of school. Yeah. I guess. They're out of school. That's out of control. So the teachers decide to fight each other. You know, the usual. Yeah, you know. You don't mess with Ice Cube. No, you just you don't. don't. Yeah. So Charlie Day, being stupid Charlie Day, tries to mess with Ice Cube. Bad call. Yep. Yeah. And lastly, we have international box office sensation, <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> And the Great Wall. Yes, and the Great Wall. And the Great Wall premiering this week. Yeah. So, do we have international superstar Matt Damon opening uh, up as number one? No. What's your pick for number one? Uh, Lego Batman. You think it repeats with yeah, uh, over re- 25? Yeah. Lego Batman repeat. Lego Batman repeats over 25? I'm going safe here. I'm just too scared. <laughs> Betting on these, I think if I was to bet on a, one of the new movies, I'd go Fist Fight. Uh, probably Fist Fight. Yeah. yeah, it's the marketing's there. Um, um, I think that Charlie Day is hot still. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, here's an interesting fact though that I'm going to throw this into the wrench. 
the director... You're throw it into the wrench? Yes. So if the wrench is a mechanism, you're throwing something into the wrench. Yes, because... The way the wrench doesn't work. Yeah, because it may or may not affect the wrench. It probably won't. It's a wrench. Yes. So the director of The Great Wall... Yeah. ...also directed the 2008 international hit Beijing Opening Ceremonies. Oh, well... (laughs) <laughs> yes, international hit. It was an international hit. Everyone went, holy shoot! Oh, sorry, that goes our... Eh, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, Christina. I know you've been wanting a clean one from forever. We're never going to do it. Yeah. It's never going to happen. <laughs> She's wanting a clean one so she could uh, show it with her church students. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> do we want that? Is this something we want? I'm sure we could do a clean one eventually. Oh, yeah, we could do it. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, so those are three movies coming out. Uh, do you want to pick one? I thought I... Oh, I thought I... Yeah, choose did. one or the other. Fist Fighter Lego. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still going Lego, to be safe. Then I shall go with international box office sensation Matt Damon. <laughs> okay, all right. And The Great Wall. We will see. I don't think anybody knows what that movie is. Maybe not. So, and... So but I, I just want to say, whether, for once yes, and for all, international, <laughs> that he is not international box office sensation. Well, he's international. It tends to prove he's the domestic box office sensation. Domestic. Matt Damon. Yes. All right. He's domestic. We've taken All right, him. let's move on. Uh, we got the BAFTAs earlier <laughs> we did. this week. Yep. The British Awards of Film and theatri- Theatrical Arts. Yes. The theater. Theaters. Um, and uh, here's the list of the winners. Uh, Tom Holland is one for the European the EE Rising Star. Okay. Basically, the guy you want to look out for because he was Spider Man. Right. And he's going to be Spider Man. Right. For a while now. So his career is not just starting; it's going to blow up. <laughs> yes. He is basically become going to become the Andrew Garfield. Yes. Academy Award nominee Andrew Garfield. Yes. <laughs> or Academy Award... Or not, sorry. MTV Best Kisser winner, Toby Maguire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> um, other uh, winners include Florence Foster Jenkins. All three of them. All three of them. They won for hair and makeup. Okay. Uh, Son of Saul won for foreign language film. So, Son of Saul is going to be your winner. I don't know if that's true. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Viola Davis won for supporting actress. Okay. Uh, the Jungle Book won for visual effects. Okay. Kubo and the Two Strings won for animated movie. Nice. Yeah. Well, they don't quite have the Disney bias that we do. <laughs> right, even though it did go up yeah. against both Moana and Zootopia and Finding Dory, it went out against all <laughs> Disney. Um, Dev Patel in Lion won for Best Supporting Actor. Nice. Uh, Manchester by the Sea won for Original Screenplay. Okay. Casey Affleck won for Best Actor. Sure. And then we have the w- winner. The, the winner. Yes. Uh, Emma Stone for one yep. for Best Actress. Yep. And Damien Chazelle won for Best Director, uh-huh. uh, which, of course, he directed La La Land for one for Best Original Music. Yep. And? What do you mean and? There's one more. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, this little <laughs> award down here that says best film. <laughs> yes. But what does that mean? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. These are the guys that gave The Revenant best film. So, yeah. who knows at this point. What, so, what so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, that's what's happening across, across, the, across pond, the pond. As they say over here. Have a spot of tea while we watch the BAFTAs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, this just adds fuel to the La La Land fire. Yep. That I'm sure is already burning. Burn, baby, burn. La La Inferno. We're calling Wild Land a Ring of Fire. Yep, yep, that's that's what that means. Yep. That's that explained. Anyways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, speaking, moving on. Speaking of hidden figures. Yes. If you have not seen hidden figures, you will have a chance to. Um, yeah. For free. For free? For free. Wow. Uh, so, hidden figures will screen for free okay. in 14 U.S. cities beginning on February, starting on February 18th. And only on February 18th. That seems strange. This is all thanks to uh, 21st Century Fox and AMC Theaters. Oh. As their joint conjunction way of saying, I'm oh, sorry, of celebrating Black History Month. Got it. Cool. In addition, schools, community groups, and nonprofit organizations can apply for additional uh, special screenings to be held in their towns. Oh, nice. Visit AMC for more details. Okay, I'll be I'll be right back. I'm yep. gonna go visit. All right, let's go. <laughs> visit AMC right now. No, that, that's a cool thing that they're doing. That's really neat. Yeah, I mean, it's already made a ton of money, and it's yeah. Black History Month, and yeah. it's also a good way for people to get them to go see it. Yeah. Because if you're on the fence, you're gonna go see fences. Ha, 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 ha. Moving on. All right, <laughs> moving on. Batman had big news this week. Yes, not the, the Lego variety. No, well, okay, so in addition to Lego Batman being number one, yep. the live-action Batman has a new director yep. in Matt Reeves, yep. who replaces Ben Affleck, uh, in addition to a new script and a new release date in 2019. So it will not but be a next-year movie. No, but there's more to it. Okay. Because there's certain rumors floating around that Ben Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore. Yeah. Okay. That he may just drop out of the project entirely. He's whining at this point. Uh, whining because of studio involvement. Yeah. So he's not getting the Batman movie he wants, and so he's basically throwing a tantrum? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too. They don't want to make his Batman. So he bailed, he's trying to slowly bail out of every part of this that he can. It's, <laughs> he can't make the Batman we deserve, so he doesn't <laughs> want to be the Batman we need. Yeah, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. So who do you cast? Who's your Batman? Matt Damon. <laughs> you mean international box office? International box office sensation Matt Damon. <laughs> No, really. Who's who's your who's your Batman? I mean, I would like to see JGL. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Batman. Yeah. I mean, he was all the end of Christopher Nolan set him up for a Nightwing. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. No, that's never gonna happen. I mean, yeah, I would see that. I think if you're not gonna do that, then you have to go younger. 
Yeah. And then if you go younger, you might end up too, too young. young. I don't think you should go younger than Joseph Gordon-Levitt at this point. Right. You have to find someone yeah. in their like mid, 30s. yeah, mid thirties. Thirties. Because he has to be established. Because you have to also have him be Bruce Wayne, and that means you have to have him established as a billionaire playboy character. Not necessarily, because Batman Begins didn't establish him as a billionaire playboy. Yeah. I mean, eventually that became part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. They got to there. Yeah. They got there after a while. Yeah. For example, the parents die and all that. Yeah. I mean, there's a way to do it. It's just that I think that character, just that character is older. Is he starting to become a caricature? Of a character? I think that Batman is whatever you want Batman to be. And I think that's part of the problem that they're having. Is that Ben Affleck's Batman is not the Batman the studios want to make. Right. And that's the so, only problem yeah. between studios and creatives. Yep. They don't get along. <sighs> oh well. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Um, Avengers officially started filming. Speaking of Tom Holland and Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. A video war started shooting this week, and they did a wow. little video of it too. Okay. Uh, behind to the prove scenes. it. <laughs> yeah, to prove this is it. happening. Also, it had a star of uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh-huh. Tom Holland, yep. and Chris Pratt falls. That checks out. Uh, based, so basically, <laughs> confirming that Guardians, Chris majority Pratt of the falls. galaxy, the gal- yeah, majority of the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> will be teaming up with the Avengers cool. in order to take on Thanos. Thanos. Thanos? Thanos. 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 Also, um... Thanos? As well, uh, rumors are swirling. <laughs> swirling! Yes, that... We already know that uh, Infinity War Part 1... Yeah. ...will officially be called... Uh, Avengers. Infin- Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. But Part 2 may still have Infinity in it. Not just or Infinity something? War Part 2. Yeah. It may be, like I said, Infinity Gauntlet or... Infinity After or something along the story of Infinity Line. Infinity 2. Electric Boogaloo. Infinite 2 Infinity and Beyond. <laughs> yes. 2. 2 Infinity. Yes. That'd be funny. 28 just turned sideways. <laughs> would it be their 18th film yeah. though? I actually don't know. I don't know. Also that wouldn't be 28, would it? No. No, I'm trying to think <laughs> it's, it's um, the first Avengers of, uh, before coming up oh they were no they so. they're, they're 14 they were like yeah. 15, 16, 17 it would be their 18th <laughs> oh shit it would be their 18th movie well there you go there's your dumb logo idea right there cause you got cause um Dark Strange was their 14th then you have Guardians of the Galaxy 15th Spider-Man mm-hmm. Homecoming 16th okay Thor Ragnarok 17th. I keep forgetting about Thor. Oh, wait, no, no. 18th is going to be Black Panther. Yep. That's a that work. That doesn't work. Yep. That's going to be their 19th <laughs> movie. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. Damn you, Black Panther. So that works. Yeah. And lastly, in movie news, as we uh, previously reported, but just now confirming, more people are joining the Chailing Woodley train in Living Divergent. Yes. Including Miles Teller and Theo James. Basically, your leads are now gone. Uh, they confirmed that they are leaving the franchise and will not appear in the TV TV series version of this movie. Yeah, they're probably just gonna have to find a new cast for that thing. They, they should just wherever will they find young actors who want to be in a TV series based on a book series? I don't know where they're gonna have to go to locate people interested in a job like that. Kendall Jenner. 
Kylie Jenner. These are a little busy. Being being them. Being Kylie? Yeah. Kylie's b- busy trying to file for trademarks for her name, apparently. Also, apparently she's a model? <laughs> losing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Kylie's been a mo- Or Kendall's been? Kendall. Kendall's, Kendall's the model? Either Kylie Wait, or then Kendall. What does Kylie do? <laughs> Wait, one's the model, the other one's the Instagram. No, I think they both do the Instagram. Then who's the Twitter? <laughs> they probably both have Twitter. Oh. I don't know, man. We don't care. We don't follow <laughs> I don't know the difference. I, I don't think I know the difference between Kendall and Kylie. If I put them both on the screen next yeah, to each other. I'd be like, I don't know. That one. <laughs> that one's Kylie. They're both Kylie. I don't know. Which one has the weird lips? That's the lips thing. Kylie's the lips one. Kendall's the lips one. No, Kylie's the lips one. Is Kendall the leg one? <laughs> Who's the one dating Tyga? Or did take Tyga? Or married Kylie? Tyga? No, no one married Tyga. Who's dating Tyga? I think Ky- Kylie was di- dating Tyga. Whatever, we need to move on. We <laughs> can't just keep talking about them. Moving on to TV. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Divergent and the TVs. And television. Yes. Um, Shailene what? Woodley was on Seth Meyers last night. Yes, that's actually why I brought that up. <laughs> that's why you brought that up. Well, that's in addition to why I brought that up. <laughs> also, because we keep talking about Shaylee Woodley on this podcast yes. for some reason. I don't know why. Anyways. What else? Anyways. Tell um, Oh, uh, Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Yes, I saw this. Announced that he would no longer be the voice of the NBC yeah. Olympics coverage. That was so sad. Starting with this upcoming... Um, Winter Olympics, the 2018 Winter Olympics. Correct. Uh, Bob Costas is stepping down. He will not be doing daily coverage. Right. So he's been covering the Olympics since 1992. So 22 years? 24? 25? 25 years? 25 years. Six. 2018? Oh, it'll be 26 years next year. Yes. That's still a long time. Yes. Uh, He is uh, passing the torch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See what you did there. To Mike Trico, who uh, made Tirico, who made his debut as the network's primetime host of the games, or will make uh, Uh, his. Will make Yes, uh, starting with the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang next year. Yes, Pyeongchang. Yes. Uh, Bob Costa said he wanted to step aside while he was still able to do it. Yeah. And that this just felt like the right time to do that. Sure. Not to retire. But to transition. Yeah, I would like to see him kind of go more into a, you bring him out when he wants to, when you want to make a point about something guy, as opposed to the guy who has to do the day-to-day stuff. Like, bring him out like they bring out Dan Rather. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, you know, it's serious. They're bringing Dan Rather out. Well, like that's Costas, gonna be Bob Costas. It's like, Bob oh, Costas no. also does the um, Sunday Night Football intermittent right. uh, spotlight. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Yes, I think well, he also ex- excels in stuff like that. Yeah. So if the name Mike Tirico sounds familiar, yeah, it's because he's been on ESPN for the past twenty plus years. Well, then that and he makes recently sense. left ESPN. Oh. To take uh, this position to go to NBC Sports. Cool. And now they're bringing him over to NBC proper. Yeah, I mean, why not bring somebody over who's been doing the sports thing for a long time? Yep. That makes sense. Cool. Good for him. Good for Bob Costas for knowing when to stop. 
I think that that's a skill that not everybody's very good at. Yes. So I think that that he he seems like stand up guy. He's also a very good interviewer. Have you ever seen him yes. interview? He's really he's fantastic great. at it. Yes. He's great. I like Bob Costas. Always have. It'll be sad to not have him do the Olympic stuff because that was the most you ever saw Bob Costas. And all, as always, uh, rest in peace, uh, Bob Costas' red eye. Pink eye. Pink eye. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, rest in peace, ESPN. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what's our 2017 update for the ESPN situation? <laughs> uh, income has declined an additional 11% since right. last year. Yep. That's roughly 10,000 cable and satellite subscribers <laughs> every single day. That is. And the reason these numbers came out is because all numbers came out for fiscal years. Yeah. Fiscal end years for all networks. And they were one of the big ones to get hit. Yeah, that's lousy. Uh, you can't lose that many people and be a network for too much longer. Yep. But here we are still February of 2017, and something we've been repeating on this podcast since, what, February of last year? Something like that. Um, basically, and that, that they still have not developed a, a streaming or subscription strategy that makes sense. Still, nothing. They're, they're big enough no to word. do it. No word. They just haven't done it yet. Nope. Nothing. They're doing nothing to adapt. So we'll see. We'll see how long they stay around that. Yeah, we'll see. ESPN in 10 years could not mean anything. So get ready. Being on Sports Center could not mean anything. I know. It's not. It's not. You could go. I mean, people are saying now that it's no longer a top 10 highlight. Yeah, it's just not going to be a thing. Yeah. All right. Um, What else? Oh, well, because the numbers came out. Yeah. uh, uh, Currently, Kylie is dating Tyga. And she is with the lips and does the makeup brand. <laughs> okay, I was right. Kylie has the lips. Kylie was doing yes, the a, Kendall is the model. Kendall's the model. Okay, so yeah. I was right. Yes. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> Thank you. Now, now create that, that playlist. <laughs> anyway. Create the Stagecoach 2017 playlist now. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, uh, speaking of numbers that came out. Numbers. I love yes. numbers. Number three R's. Yeah. My favorite CBS show. Uh, number three. <laughs> oh, speaking of CBS, thank you for bringing us yes, CBS. Yes, good. Stephen Colbert yeah. is now the new king of late night. Okay. So, late night show is now the most popular show in late night, uh, besting Jimmy Fallon for two weeks running. And, I, and he's been on an upward swings rating yep. since we reported last April yep. that the CBS uh, This Morning showrunner, Chris Litched, joined yeah. their team. Right. Well, you know what also probably helped him out? A little orange friend? Yeah, that he's freaking Stephen Colbert and politics became the thing. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if Seth Meyers' numbers have probably steadily written, 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 risen. 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 Frozen. Reasons. Reasons. Uh, yeah, because he's been doing great coverage on that stuff too. It's like... The, the, the political shows are getting traction right now as people are wanting to go to a source for political humor that isn't Trevor Noah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It just seems crazy. Like, But I'm glad that he's finally getting, getting eyeballs on that show. Well, as I've been telling people, Jimmy Fallon is for entertainment. Yeah. Stephen Colbert is for infotainment. F- F- Fallon is an entertainer. He, he's said as much. 
Yes. When he got basically called out for having Trump on his show and being so nice and stuff. Right. When somebody asked him, like, oh, well, why didn't you ask him more hard-hitting questions? And his response was, well, haven't you seen my show before? I don't ask anyone hard questions. No. So to Everyone Jimmy, pre-prepared. Yeah, to Jimmy Fallon, he is doing it as, like you said, as entertainment and nothing more. Right. He doesn't see it as anything, but I'm gonna have thirty or hour and a half or whatever hour to and a half. entertain. He doesn't see it as he has a duty to do anything. No. Whereas Stephen Colbert is Stephen Colbert. You know, he he can't not. He right. can't sit there and not have at least some sort of commentary. That itch will be scratching at him because he knows the importance. Plus, he takes from the mm-hmm. headliners of the news, right. and. Right now, Trump is headlining the news, and I think, and I think, yeah, and I think the shows that are doing that are going to be better right now because they're thriving from it. You but, even see—I mean, I'm sure this is a story we'll get to in a moment here—but you even see Saturday Night Live experiencing yes. peak records. Well, we mentioned that last week. Yeah, we talked about it last week a bit, but I'm sure there's an update this week. No, 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 no there's not, not. No, we don't know how well that the Alec Baldwin show did. I did not look up how well at all because I bet it, it probably did even better. Um, I had to look it up. Yeah, because it's just it's because people are looking for catharsis right now. That is what audiences want, want, and they can get that from more the more political shows. So it makes sense. Yep. Um, and it's also why, uh, yeah, like you said, um, Seth Meyers is doing so well yeah. because he does those inside looks. Yeah. And yeah, the, the closer looks that he does. He's doing something different. He did right. something that we thought that wasn't going to be possible on late night like 10 years ago. Remember when the whole Conan Leno thing was happening? Yep. And everybody was like, well, how? But Conan's, Conan was viewed as the risk because they weren't sure about, like, oh, well, he's going to do crazy. He's going to do a different format than what you're used to. Will audiences want to have they a new experience change. at late, late night or, is it, or they just want to want something comfortable? And that's why they ended up going with Leno. Right, and the one that went back to Leto. Yeah, exactly, and so like, and that's why the way was to be found because he was in the same yeah. vein of entertainment. He's like, sure, he's young, but he's at least going to be consistently getting the demo that they want. Right now, you're seeing that the more experimental shows are coming up on top because they're the ones that are taking the risk right now. Well, it's also a big change in yeah. the country. Right, and that's what people want to see when there is a change in the country. They want to show, see the show that admits it. Not the show that disregards that, that tries to hide it yeah. or, or push it. Yeah, like yeah, usual business. It. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, um, good. That's good news across the board. Yeah. Oh, and uh, last uh, piece of TV news here. Okay, I have something to add then. If you, if it's just not what I think. It's it not is. what I think. Okay. Uh, American Crime Story. Okay. So in addition to its second season, being surrounding uh, the Hurricane Katrina incident. It, Next year, 2018. And season three being the assassination of designer Gianni Versace. Right. Versace, Versace. Versace, Versace. In either late 2018 or 2019, most yeah. likely. They have a season four. Already. Already. Wow. Uh, this will be based on the another Jeffrey Tobin book. Okay. A Vast Conspiracy. The real sex scandal that nearly brought down a president. Oh. Which surrounds the Monica Lewinsky sex yeah. scandal. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And guess who's already set to star in it? Uh, I don't know. Give it to me. Sarah Paulson. Wow, that was fast. No, no word <laughs> if she will be either Hillary or Monica. <laughs> 
Just that she will she star could, in it. I think she's a little, I think she would be too old to play Monica Lewinsky in that. So era. she could be Hillary. So she could be Hillary. Yeah, yeah. You would have to hire somebody who is college age to do Monica Lewinsky. Alison Brie. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that shit that works. Yeah. All right. I can see that. Yeah. Sure. I mean, assuming she still stays looking young, <laughs> four years. What? <laughs> she could have a kid. She, she's wow. Jeez. She, she's dating the Franco. So harsh. What? <laughs> yes, having a kid automatically makes her look older. Different Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, if that was the last piece that you had, I have another little bit of TV blip. Okay, what's your blip? I found this out via Twitter from the at Comedy Central Twitter account, which I don't even follow. This was a promoted tweet. Uh, okay. Apparently, Viacom's deal with Hulu is going to end. Oh, really? So, they made a contract, I guess, um, to put up new episodes of currently airing shows on Hulu, including uh, Daily Show... Uh, Broad City, inciting Amy Schumer, etc. All their like main shows. We're getting new episodes on Hulu. Okay. That contract is ending. Ooh. So they basically put out this tweet saying that hey, uh, Viacom shows will no longer be available on Twitter. Please check our websites for streaming new episodes. Which means that this is yet another Viacom playing hardball. You saw them drop play, PlayStation, well, PlayStation View, View, and now this Hulu thing is immediately happening afterwards. They didn't want to spend the money probably Hulu wanted to renew that contract. Which is funny because Disney's the complete opposite in which <laughs> right. they forced their way into the basic tier yeah. of everything yeah. because they want those eyeballs on their product. So yeah, if you want to see anything um, on a Viacom network, that would be uh, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, um, MTV. And those are the three major players there. CBS then Access. you're going to have to dig for it because oh. they're not going to be on Hulu. They're not going to be on streaming services for the most part. You're going to have to go to their individual apps. They do have a Comedy Central app and other things. Right. Four new episodes. Sign in with your cable account, but you're probably going to need cable for it. So have fun. In which case, you just watch it on demand. Yeah. On your cable right. box. Uh, so, yeah, you're pretty much screwed if you don't have cable, unfortunately. But good luck. Wow, Viacom. Yeah, Viacom. Pull it out. Playing hardball. Playing hardball. I think they just, they're just they just being greedy. But they're trying to be uh, exclusive. Yeah, or, or they're just, they're so, or their management are behind the, behind the times. It's kind of similar to the ESPN thing. It's like, why, yeah. why wouldn't they want more people to see this stuff? Why wouldn't they want people on Hulu to be like, man, I wish there was an easier way I could see well, this. Well, MTV had its shakeup. Yeah. But I guess that didn't really shake up all the way to the yeah, top. Yeah, it's just the network. And yeah. I mean, no, I mean, a good example of this would be Disney owns ESPN. You know, Disney's smart about the streaming stuff, and ESPN's not. So you have like the the little stepchild, <laughs> you know, or in this case, the opposite. You have the the parent company just not wanting to move into the future or re- regretting their choice to do so. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird one. But yeah, that stuck out at me. Especially for me, which means I'm gonna it's gonna be way harder. I would have I'll have to watch Comedy Central stuff from the app now. Yep. Alright, we'll see. Alright. Moving on. Uh renews. Renewed. Uh we have the QA gets a second season on Netflix. As well as Love. Gets a third yes. season. 
Also, the new trailer for Love yes. Season 2 is out. Yes. Yes, it is. I'll be struggling through that thing when that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Travelers gets a second season on Netflix. Okay. As well as Trollhunters, a second season later this year. Yes. Guillermo del Toro kid show. Yep. Which is a weird sentence to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too Old to Die Young. Okay. It's a 10 episode new drama series from Nicholas Winding Refn. Oh, that name sounds familiar. Uh, Amazon. It's going on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Channel Zero gets two seasons, uh, third and fourth, on sci fi. Okay. And MTV cancels its first year comedies. Loosely, exactly, Nicole. What? That's a, that was a show. Loosely, exactly, Nicole. If you say so. As well as Mary plus Jane. That Snoop Dogg show. Or Snoop Dogg produced show. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, ABC Renews. It's Thank God It's Thursday Dramas. The Grey's Anatomy. How to Get Away with Murder. And Scandal. All get renewed. Scandal. Uh, Lucifer gets a third season on Fox. Yep. Superstore gets a third season on NBC. <laughs> Chugging along. Uh, 22 episode third season. Somebody's watching it. Tangled the series gets a second season. Has not even premiered. Not yet, but gets a second season on Disney. That, uh, yeah, they're supposed to be doing that, uh, movie thing. That yep. TV movie thing to introduce the animated the, show. The Tangled Ever After. Yeah. Uh, Goliath Season 2 on Amazon. And also on Amazon, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Okay. This, is a, this will be a 10-episode sci-fi anthology based on Philip K. Dick's short stories. From uh, This will be from Battlestar Galactica's Ronald D. Moore and Brian Cranston. Yeah, okay. Uh, yep, so it's all our renewals. Deaths. 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 Okay. We have Trish Dome, age 31, bassist for Kitty, which is a Canadian metal band. Oh. You also have Mike Lich. Are they Lilich? Lilch. The Lich. My, my, no, Mike Lilch, age 87, the owner of the Detroit Tigers. Oh. Also, owner of the Detroit Red Wings. Oh. Also, founder of Little Caesars Pizza. Weird. Yeah. Okay. It's so what pizza can buy for you. Yeah. Hockey Te- team in the teams, baseball apparently. team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also have Al Jarreau. Yep. Age 76. R&B and jazz singer and seven-time Grammy winner. Yep. We also have Shavo Guerrero. Okay. I'm sorry. Shavo Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. A68 uh, WWE wrestler. Oh, okay. That's why I did the intro. <laughs> okay, that's what that was. All that's right. That's what that was. <laughs> uh, and lastly, we have Jay. Bonta Tibbus. What? I know I said that wrong. Bonta Tibbus? Uh, age 52, a soap opera actor huh. on The Young and the Restless. Oh. And 
General Hospital. Well, that checks out. Apparently, his character will be replaced. Hmm. Yes. Because that's what they do on soap operas. Yes. He'll be played by his evil twin, Clay Batatibus. <laughs> ha. Ha. <laughs> Funny <laughs> soap opera joke. Yes. Well done. Anyways. Right, anyways, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Video. Game. James. Video James. Call of Duty. So actually, Call of Duty. Let's call, talk about Call of Duty real quick. Yeah. They had a year. Oh boy, did they have a year. Uh, so Activision had a company meeting. Yeah. Uh, this past week. They did. A board meeting of sorts, you could say. Sort of. Well, more like they talked with their investors because Call of Duty Infinite Warfare saw a decline in sales compared to its uh, predecessors. Uh, which means that Activision will actually force the series to go back to its roots. Now, this could mean a couple of things. Because Battlefield 1... Yeah. Is it Battlefield 1? Battlefield 1. Yes, yes. Battlefield 1 did basically outsold them. Yeah. And was about World War 1. This could mean we could see Call of Duty go to World War 1. I don't know, but it's possible. Or... What more the internet is looking at. Yeah. Um, because um, the Black Ops series, one, two, three, was set in Vietnam. Yeah. And has actually or outsold. Not set in Vietnam, but it had stories that were yes. intertwined with the events of, any, of Vietnam. Right. Yeah. Because those, because that sub-series outsold uh, the, main, the main Call of Duty series. Yeah. We could be looking at a Vietnam Call of Duty. That's probably more possible at this point because they already have the universe for it. They have the characters for it. They have a way to do that. I think that the back to basics doesn't necessarily mean, however, a setting change, though. I could also see this meaning gameplay-wise. Because if you consider how far in the future they've gotten with Call of Duty as a franchise now, I, I, another possible option is just, let's go back to modern. That's actually what I have here. Is the third option is just return to modern warfare. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that the, the correct thing is if, yeah, if you, if you do a, a Black Ops 4 grounded, uh, don't put it in the future anymore. Move away from the future story. And kind of, yeah, ground it in stuff because I think that that's what they found out. As soon as Call of Duty fans find out, found out that thing was in space with lasers, they grew disinterested. Yep. Uh, I think that 10 years ago that would have been a big deal, but yeah, not anymore. You mean we outgrew Call of Duty? No, I think Cal- Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty's fans. Uh, Destiny killed Call of Duty. Maybe. Maybe well, I mean, not Destiny itself not Destiny, I think but just, the concept of Destiny shooter in space or we've seen it It's or it's Activision going through what Activision goes through every decade which is the thing that used to sell us a bunch of stuff isn't selling anymore audiences don't want the same thing served to them year after year so it's what happened to them Madden with totally Tony with Hawk huh? Madden totally agrees with you there are exceptions <laughs> but for, for Activision it's happened three times now Right. it was Tony Hawk then it was Guitar Hero, right. and now it's Call of Duty. They milk their cash cows, and there's always a wall. There's always a wall. Are you saying they, 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 that Infinite Warfare is their wall? 
Yeah, it might be. It might be their lesson where they're like, well, if we make another one of these, we're going to have to really do something different, which to them, I guess, is doing something that used to, they used to do. Well, it was pretty much even 10 years uh, from uh, Call of Duty 4 to now, so. 07, yeah? Yeah, 07, 2017. 07, so yeah, it checks out. So yeah, we'll see what they do. Um, that'll, I'm sure they'll have a bit coming out at E3, or if not at E3, before some sort of basketball game. Because <laughs> that's how they used to do it. <laughs> Alright, um, moving on. Uh, we have Valve did a surprise press conference. Yeah. In which Gabe Newell revealed that they are currently making three full VR games. Yep. Uh, whatever this full means. Full could mean a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. It's not Half-Life, people. Right. However, a VR portal would be kind of crazy. That is I would never they, play it. they have considered. I would yes. never play that. Oh, I would totally play that. Because... I can't even imagine the motion sickness going through. That would be so awesome! Oh God, that's just making me queasy. Oh, yes. So yeah, that's probably a thing. Um, um, yeah. He also mentioned that Valve games would be focused on PC play, and that console gaming would become secondary should they feel yeah. that's the right thing to do. So yeah, going back to where they were originally. <laughs> right, because also Steam. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know if you have this in relation to Steam, but Steam's also dropping Greenlight. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Steam Greenlight's no longer a thing. They're replacing it with something called Steam Direct that will be a, a to-be-announced form of verification for developers submitting new projects. Right. That will supposedly involve a cash price, requirement. Price point. Like a, a fee that they have to pay to be on the service. That fee has not been disclosed. Right, that's why I've been put anything about them. I just yeah, wanted to mention week. that while talking about Valve because that yes. did happen this week. Yes. So we'll see. Which has actually, it actually has developers up in irons because yeah. they don't know because having $2,000 to submit for a game yeah. when your game might not even make that back <laughs> is, scary. is a big risk. It's scary. Uh, I mean, there are uh, the, I mean, there are other sources, there are other places to host your game. In fact, itch.io um, this week just also announced that they're doing um they're waiving their fee or they used to have for distribution for hosting downloads of a game. Now it's 100% free to, for people to host their games on its diet.io. Okay. So there are other solutions if you want to sell your game than Steam. It's just not the one that everybody uses. That's the tricky part is use the one that speaks basically the place that people get PC games or use one of the smaller websites like GOG, like itch.io, like Humble. Um, that don't have the cachet of Steam, but can get your project to people. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, oh, speaking of games and being delayed. Okay. South Park. Yes. Your butthole has been delayed from its release date next yeah. month. Yep. To an unknown date for the fiscal year of 2718. Yep. Now, they say this, but... Here's what that actually means. It can land anywhere between April 2017, which means two months, between then and March of 2018. Uh, there's yeah. no reason has been announced for the delay, just that uh, Ubisoft is delaying it. Yep. 
I think it's just a game of that nature. It takes a while. I mean, they did push back uh, Stick of Truth several times. But then again, that was also because um, it's original uh, yeah, post Obsidian. Uh, publisher. Uh, publisher. It's original publisher. It was originally supposed to be published by... By um, THQ. By THQ, and then THQ went under. Yes. They, uh, that went to Obsidian, yeah. which is a subsidiary of Ubisoft. bought it. Yeah. No, uh, UB doesn't own Obsidian. Obsidian's the developer. Okay. Uh, but when UB bought it, yeah, they basically had to port everything over. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I was looking forward to it too. I mean, it's just yeah, it's 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 just the ultimate irony, of course. Here is that you have people creators involved that literally did a sh- do a new show in like oh a week, week and, do a show. and can't put out a video game in a year. Yes. <laughs> Two, or it's two a little years. ironic in that. Yeah, but pretty fun. Don't you think? I, I guess I'll answer for a second. I do think so. And lastly, in video games, the big news that was announced today. Today. Um, for those of you who still haven't downloaded it on your phone, you may <laughs> want to put it back on because Pokemon Go has a completely new generation coming. So if you like those gold and silver Pokemon... I know, yeah, I do. Then you can get them. Uh, get I yourself pull- a Hoot Hoot. Hoot Hoot, don't pollute. Uh, <laughs> get ready to... Uh, as I have written down here, get ready to go back outside as gold and silver Pokemon appear this week with 80 new Generation 2 Pokemon are added. In addition, gender-specific variations will also launch in the game. Yes, as it did in Gold and Silver. Yes. Something that didn't exist in Gen 1. Right. Uh, plus, you'll get new hats, shirts, pants, and other items available for your avatars. Clothing! Yep. Get to get more clothing for your avatars. Also, trading will be coming soon. Cool. I'm glad they're giving that thing a shot in the arm. I don't know anybody who's playing it still, but yeah. maybe this will change. Uh, well, we went to the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have a picnic breakfast on Sunday, I saw a father and daughter doing Pokemon Go still. Okay, so someone. So there's there people out there that are still <laughs> doing it. I think this is a great way to get people back into it. Yeah, if they know about it. Yes. If they're still paying attention to the kind of news that would tell them. Like <laughs> us. Like Pay us. attention to us. Hey, when you know. Um. So yeah, that's that's cool. I guess. Yeah. That. I mean, originally this was rumored to come out. In December, yeah, but then that got delayed. Back a couple months. Well, it's supposed to come in December, but instead we got the baby Pokemon, right? Which is technically part of Gen Two. Yeah, that's there. But then it got delayed again Pokemon and again, and I guess they're just waiting to add more stuff than just Pokemon yeah. Two. Yeah. So now we get eight more Pokemon to get back out there and go catch. Cool. Get get a Bayleaf for me. You mean Meganium? No, Bayleaf. They'll just stop at a Bayleaf. Yes, that's what you. That's what you should do. Just stop. Stop at Bayleaf. Because why would you want a Meganium? Anyways, that for video, James? Uh, uh, are we going to play anything new? Yeah, no. Uh, video games are kind of, uh, I mean, this week is... Uh, uh, for Honor. Uh, for Honor and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Right. Um, that's both Friday. So if you want to play those things, get your get yourself ready for that. Um, other than that, the entire industry is in holding pattern until March 3rd when that Switch comes out. Yep. That's on two weeks. That's two weeks. That's so literally two weeks away. I'm sure there will be more stuff to talk about before that. 
Um, other yeah. than that, oh, we... uh, Nintendo did release a new video. I saw. Yeah. Well, that's the other, that's the other thing I did put it out here. Yeah. So, for those of you who will be getting uh, Breath of the Wild, yeah, you will be getting the full game. Yes. But for the first time ever, Zelda will get DLC. Oh, that's the other thing that happened. That's right. Zelda will get yep. an expansion pack. They announced a expansion pack slash season pass esque thing for Zelda. Right. They don't want to technically call it that, but it's basically, but it's basically it. it. Uh, so there will <laughs> be an expansion day of launch, yeah. and then there will be another season pass coming in the summer, and another one coming in the winter. So technically three season passes. Uh, the third one in the winter says it will include an all new story and an all new dungeon. Yep. Other than that, you'll also get uh, more gear to customize yourself with. And more uh, side quests. Yep, so more stuff. Of course, who knows whether you'll want any of that stuff, because the game's not out, but... They're saying that it's coming. <laughs> so you'll be shipped with an incomplete game. Well, no. Well, no. Not it'll really. Be, it'll be complete. There won't be day one patch. It, well, there... It, yeah, they just—they're just watching other games do this, and you know they—they—they they, they think it's like, oh, well, we can do that too. Right. As, as I think, as the video said, yeah, you wanted more Zelda, we're gonna give you more Zelda. And apparently, it's way too much Zelda. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm getting. So if you have a thing of, if you're thinking this is, there's no such thing as too much Zelda. Uh, you may be able to eat your words soon. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, music. Moving into music, our billboard. Billboards. Hot 100, that singles. Your number one song in the country is still Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. But probably will get that Grammy bump. Yeah, your number two is Bad and Bougie by Migos. Your number three is giving that, getting that Fifty Shades bump. I Don't Want to Live Forever by Zayn and Taylor Swift. Taylor, back in the top number five. Number four, coming into the top, top five after um, some time away. Lady Gaga with Million Reasons. And that Super Bowl bump. Number five, Bad Things by Machine Gun Kelly and Camila Cabello. Okay. Let me get to, I accidentally clicked off of the Billboard. Let me go back to the Billboard 200, which is your album chart. Your number one debuting at number one this week is I Decided by Big Sean. Hey, it's that Big Sean album we announced. It's that Big Sean album. Moving up to number two on the album list, again, probably that Super Bowl bump. Joanne by uh, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yep. Number three is Culture by Migos. Number four, debuting in the top five this week. Number four is Sing It Now, Songs of Faith and Hope by Reba McIntyre. Ooh. Reba's new uh, spiritual album. Okay. Um, and running at the top five, Starboy by The Weeknd. Interesting pick here. Number six, Back from the Depths. Is it Views by Drake? No, The Fame by Lady Gaga. Oh, people going back to that Lady Gaga. <laughs> yes, not even the last Lady Gaga record. Two Lady Gaga records ago. It's a good Lady Gaga record. It's, people remember how good Lady Gaga was. It's just interesting it's to me. that yeah. Back from... It's funny how Billboard does that. No, 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 that's two records ago. Oh, is it really? Because she did pop music and then she did Born This uh, Way. It was art pop. And art then pop. Before art pop, it was, was Born, this, Born way. this Way. Before that was oh, Fame. Wait, no. No, it was the Fame Monster, and then before that, it was the Fame. So we're going three records. Wait, so so it's the Fame, and then the Fame Monster. Yes. Oh. (laughs) So we're going way back. The one record had all the hits on it. Yeah, that that first like Just Dance and um, right, but the Poker Face. Yeah, play the hits. Yeah, it was that that first album. Yeah, play the hits. Not first, but that yeah, the big, big album. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, good for Lady Gaga. Uh, new releases this week. Yes, what do we got? We have Future with Future. I mean, it, it's all caps. Future X. Oh, Future. Future all, all caps. caps. Got it. So he's yelling at you. So a new Future album. I was confused with the new designer album. <laughs> we also have Isley with I'm Only Dreaming. Okay. We also have Mozart's sister. What? Who's Who's Mozart's sister? The same event. Mozart's sister. Oh, okay. With Field of Love. All right. Uh, Mystery Weekend with Surprise! Mystery Weekend? Do they hang out with Vampire Weekend? Uh, it's actually a combo thing. Oh, Mystery Combo yeah, Weekend. Yeah, with a Surprise! Okay. Exclamation point. Oh, this is a surprise. We also have Brian Adams with his new album Prisoner. Yes, her his uh, Ryan Adams uh, breakup album um, after he split with Mandy Moore. Ooh, he was did Mandy you know Moore? that was a thing? Yeah, this is Mandy Moore. They were straight up married, bro. What? Yeah, Mandy Moore and Brian Adams were married for several years. I don't want to mind, think about, right? I don't want to think about that. <laughs> so yeah, this is his uh, also his. Uh, First real album following that 1989 cover album. Yes. Um, <laughs> other uh, albums include Sun Bolt with Notes of Blue. Okay. The Courtney's with The Courtney's 2. Um, I actually might check that out. I heard a single by them this last weekend and I really liked it. So you'll check out The Courtney's I.I.? Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. And we have Tim Darcy with Saturday Night. Okay. Um, so let's uh, overall review of the Grammys. Yeah, so let's that's talk about the, the Grammys. That was the big news this uh, past week. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, it was kind of went as expected to a certain extent. I thought it was going to be Beyonce's night, and it was not. It was Adele's. Adele ended up sweeping two of the three major categories. Uh, she took uh, a song of the year for Hello and album. and album of the year for 25, yep. winning, ending the night by basically... Dedicating half her speech to talking about how Beyonce should have gotten it. Right. She came out and said hello to everyone. And then yeah. she closed the night by saying goodnight yeah. to everyone. So yeah, um, Beyonce did come out with like, a Grammy that night. She won for, uh, Lemonade won for Best Urban Contemporary Album. Yes. Uh, other big winners, Record of the Year was... 21 Pilots. 21 with Pilots. The, with the, with Take Off Their Pants. Yes. Um... Yeah, who yes went on went on stage with their in their boxers. No, 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 no. That was best new artist. No, best new artist went to Chance the Rapper. Oh yeah, Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper took best new artist as well as coloring book for uh, best rap album. Yes. Um. So that was cool. Oh, also Penn Oswald now has a surprise. Yes. Grammy. Uh, so yeah, Best comedy album winners all over the place. Uh, performances performance wise, uh, do un- unfortunately there were some technical issues with Lady Gaga and Metallica, but yes. other than that, once they got rolling, it was pretty cool. Yes. Um, the rest of the the performances were all right. Uh, Bruno Mars was out there for a little bit, um, which, by the way, that new Bruno Mars song. I was thinking about it in the car car today, listening to that thing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's from like two thousand one. Okay. Like the the way that that song is written sounds like it was written like in the age of like the Backstreet Boys. Really. Or like an NSYNC song. Like well, I, like I said, he has a new like group that he's surrounding yeah, himself with. Yeah, which is one thing, but this song specifically is just the way that it's written just makes me think that it should be in a playlist from 15 years ago. Hmm. I don't know. But anyways, um, so he was up there. What are the other performances I'm missing here? Who else? Carrie played? Underwood. Carrie Underwood and Keith Urban did a thing in a box that sounded like a pop song. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. Yes, it was not a country song. It was definitely a very poppy definitely pop not. song. Definitely not. 
Beyonce and Queen B performed something. Oh, yeah, Beyonce's. Did something? Thing was crying to crazy, super high concept, weird thing. Somebody did a thing where they, they compared and contrasted her performance to Solange's performance at the, um, uh, what award show was that? MTV? <sighs> Critics? I may have been MTV. It may have been the VMAs. Anyways, uh, where Beyonce was wearing like kind of gold regalia and had like had the halo over her head, yes. and Solange, I guess when she performed, she had like a silver. Oh, you know what it was? It was uh, no, I can't remember. Anyways, yeah. she had like a silver kind of like things, like oh, it's the sun and the moon. Ah, uh. uh. <laughs> so maybe that's what she was. Th- I don't know. I don't know if that explains anything, but yeah, it was weird, but it was cool. Um. Yeah, I guess it's pretty much the highlights. Yeah. Overall, disappointing show. Yeah, but things happen. Things happen. We'll see. So, every review that I've read about this, there's only one that stood out. <laughs> that was by Carlos Santana. Okay. Uh, he said, uh, in regards to Adele winning, quote, Adele is a singer. Yeah. Beyonce is a model. What? Adele doesn't bring all the dancers and props. She could stand there, and she stood there, and sang the song, and that's it. And that's yeah. why she wins. I don't know if that's fair. <laughs> I think it's more impressive that Beyonce can sing and also do the show. I would make that argument, Mr. Santana. Well, this is Carl Santana. <laughs> I thought I was interested. That, that's his takeaway from it. And it's a hot one. Yeah. <laughs> Not I... my joke, I'm borrowing it. But anyways... You're seven inches from the midday sun. <laughs> it's pretty hot. But yeah. Um, but he's so smooth. <laughs> just just like the ocean. Under a moon. <laughs> okay. We need to stop. We need to stop. Come from you. Anyways. We're, let's move on from the Santana story. You got that kind of look. Next! <laughs> that can be so smooth. That was my Rob Thomas. Alright, what else? And uh oh, and other music news. Yes. Uh specifically for me and everyone else who likes uh, this band. Okay. Lincoln Park. Yeah. We'll have a new song. Okay. That premieres tomorrow at seven AM. Oh god. Called Heavy. That's heavy. Heavy man. Is it for Transformers? <laughs> um, no, I forget <laughs> if this is for Transformers or not. It's called I, Heavy. I would not be surprised if it is. <laughs> it's called Heavy, and it's by Lincoln Park. Uh, I'm gonna go with Transformers <laughs> here. Like I said, don't be surprised if it actually is for Transformers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, they did skip out on one of them where they brought in Green Day and did the 121 Guns instead. <laughs> Yeah, they were gonna put that thing out regardless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Sure. A new Linkin Park song. Yep. New Linkin Park tomorrow, seven a.m. Uh, I will be playing that thing all day, all day. You can have it. I'll. I will have that. I'll have my review on it. That does mean, of course, that it will be confirmed. Linkin Park will be coming out with an album later this year. Yeah, probably. Uh, I've been following their. If you've been following their YouTube channel, they've been showing, like, little snippets of them creating this song. And they finally uh, announced the date today that they'll be premiering. Actually, it was yesterday. That they'll be premiering <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Look forward to that. Uh, yeah. That's all the music news I have. And that means that we'll take it home. All right, take us home. Uh, this has been the Media Boat Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Wednesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Is this our 59th episode? This is our 59th episode. All right, we're on 59th episode. So next week will be episode 60. We will not be doing it on Wednesday night or on a regular scheduled night. Yes, Matt will be leaving us. I will be in Portland, Oregon. So we'll be doing this on Monday night at 8. Oh, shoot. I mean, I got to cancel trivia. No, you just don't get to go. Oh, no. I, I actually signed up for it, but yeah, I got to yeah. cancel that. Now. So, yeah, uh, we'll be doing that on Monday night. So here on this very YouTube channel, you can catch us on Monday at 8 o'clock Pacific time. Yep, special Monday podcast because Matt's leaving us. Yes. Or he's leaving me forever. You. Yes, forever. Forever. Uh, but and yeah, ever. and if in the meantime, if you want to catch up with us, you can follow us on our Facebook page, Media Boat Podcast at facebook.com that's not actually what it is uh, but yeah on the facebook.com I should say uh, twitter we're media boat cast uh, you can subscribe to us on itunes leave us a review give us some stars chat with us on the show we'll read chats if we get any at the end of every episode I don't think well let me touch that up real quick I don't, I don't think, think we have any. anybody talking with us uh, we did make that uh, switch over however so, yeah. about Kendall the Kendall Kylie <laughs> controversy yes so yeah, we'll be back next week for more. Um, so y'all have a good weekend. Yeah. All right, looks like I'm nobody. And go care. see some movies, and watch some television, and or listen to some music, or play some video games. Whatever tickles your fancy. Yes, I'm actually still playing Kingdom Hearts 2.8, going through that slowly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of video games, one little little nugget that I forgot in the video game section. Tomorrow, apparently, Sony will be announcing the release date for that Crash Bandicoot collection that you already have. Oh, okay. That we already bought for you. Yes. Uh, so the release date will be announced tomorrow. All right. So we'll know when that thing is coming out. All right. All right. So let's check out what it is. Let's make sure we didn't yep, miss anything. Make sure anything. we didn't miss anything. I believe I we did cover everything. I mean, we did everything in a quick hour here. Yep. Which is really nice. As we do. Um, yeah, I believe that's everything that we have. Yup. Okay. Let me see here. Alright, yeah, yeah, that looks like it's it. Alright, cool. Let's end this thing. So, yep, catch us on Monday night. Um, other than that, you can find us on our myriad social net and social media networking options. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, for those of you interested in it, Cut Fury 2 will be a thing. No, I don't care about that. Click, click, stop. <laughs> That's not a thing I want our audience to know. Okay. Cut Fury 2 is not a thing, then. Don't no, worry about it. It's not it. a thing. It's not happening. Okay, bye. Oh! Robert Downey Jr. to start in a Richard Linklater, <laughs> Linklater movie. Never Based on podcasting. Never <laughs> That's not happening. That's a thing. Okay, bye. Right, bye. Bye.